What's really good? What's really good? I mean, what's really good? I mean, you good, you know? What's really good, Fleek? Yo, what's really good? I mean, what's really good? What's really, 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 really good? Yo, yo, yo. Yo. All right. What's up, everybody? Rizzo and Justin, my man Justin, is going to be our guest right here. Say what's up to the people, Justin. What's going on? And uh, you guys are now checking into What's Really Good, where we listen to, review, and tell you what's really, really good in hip-hop today so that you don't have to go through the trash yourself. Remember, this show is strictly about music, so all the leftover headlines you can leave to the culture vultures. This week on the show, we'll be discussing uh, the Royce the Five Nine DJ Premier Prime album, the second one. And we'll also be going through our picks for the Kanye Madness bracket and uh, giving you a song of the week to close up the show. All right, let's get into it. Justin. Yeah. Justin. Justin. What's up, man? Yeah. Man, uh, I don't know. Uh, what's, um, what are your thoughts on Royce the Five Nine just before we even go into uh, the background? On him in general? Yeah. Uh, he has to be probably one of the most, like, I can't, I can't even call him underrated now. Cause like, he's been no, just making, yeah. yeah, no, because like, in when I first discovered him, obviously I heard him through M and yeah. same in this past, in this past year, like I, I heard his bar exam four. that was like his first full album I've listened to aside from uh, the bad meets evil series. But um, yeah, this, this past year, he's just been, he's just been murdering shit. I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. man, but yeah, um, yeah, Royce the Five Nine, obviously, crazy lyricist, one of the best, probably, uh, best punchline people in hip hop history. Um, yeah, his crazy metaphors. Ri- yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, he's, his wordplay sick. Yeah, and he's and it's like he's not just like a lyrical miracle spiritual guy. He's like he's nah. got a good rap delivery too. Like you, like he's got like he's got a good mic presence as well, and that's important, especially if he's like a if you're listening to like especially if if it's like it creates more shock value, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um but yeah man, uh Prime Two, uh some background info for um it's a sequel to a very hyped up and the first prime album it was super hyped because it had legendary producer DJ Premier and Royce the Five Nine who's one of the best lyricists of all time. Yes, sir. Uh, crazy collab uh, two hip hop legends uh, greatest of all time level uh, in both of their respective careers uh, in their skill sets DJ Premier obviously father of the boom bap style he's got the crazy he's got the old school sample chops drums uh, classic just classic hip hop sound uh, Royce the Five Nine as we talked about brings the bars every time and did you see the funk track the funk flex freestyle he dropped like a, maybe it was like two weeks ago no i think i heard of it but i never got to listen to it oh, I, oh my yeah. god man it's like weirdly what made me what like led me to hearing about that funk flex freestyle was a freestyle from i know it's totally off track but a freestyle for his birthday from lupe fiasco and then that's when i heard about oh uh, shit okay yeah, Lupe Fiasco dropped like a, I think a, a happy birthday freestyle for Royce of Five Nine, and then I fell upon the um, the Funk Flex, but I never got a chance to listen to it. Damn, I didn't I didn't hear the Lupe one, but that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, a very I, like I, Lupe thing to do too to do a yeah, happy I think it was birthday a free, freestyle. It was either a freestyle or it was like a full fledged song, but it was like I heard like a little snippet of it. Yeah, damn, 
damn. I yeah, I didn't hear about that, but yeah, I heard the I heard the actual Funk Flex freestyle. Jesus Christ, man! Like that's gonna be like I don't think anybody's gonna be able to top that. At least like not this year. That's the best no. one since the Black Thought one. At least no, yeah, sure. definitely. It's insane. Yeah, ridiculous. He he actually he referenced the Black Thought one. He said like <laughs> he said some like bar along the lines of Hey, Black Thought, hold my beer. Like while he's like deliver like while they like it's like where he said he couldn't deliver the uh like nobody could deliver freestyle like Black Thought and then Roastify and I just goes and does that which was like just as good honestly. Yeah, I need to I need to peep that. I should have peeped that before this. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's just it's very impressive. I mean, yeah. if you know about Rust of Five Nine, you already like know what he's capable of. But if you're not familiar with it, you definitely need to go check it out. Uh, some of the best bar work uh, you'll hear, uh, bar none. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, what do you expect from this, Justin? What do you expect from uh, this album? From this album, like prior to even knowing about it i didn't even know about prime one to be honest but um when i saw it come up in my in my feed on my uh my streaming app like i was just like i was like dj premiere and royce of five nine i'm obviously gonna listen to it right away yeah come on and i obviously knew that it was just gonna be just insane lyricism just matched with that primo style and i didn't even know that's what the whole intention of the album was until i heard like and like it, it was ironic because I was thinking that, and then with the the first, well, just the interlude with DJ Premier, uh, kind of explaining the concept of the album. It, yeah, it was yeah. just like I was like, oh, that makes yeah. total sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, actually, that's an awesome segue too. But uh, before we get into the track by track, uh, mumble yeah. rap, mumble rap fans, new rap fans, fans of rap that have only been alive uh since the millennium turn this is probably gonna be hard to digest for you you might have to you might have to like either do your googles or just you know get familiar with it so track by track uh that was a nice good segue though justin yeah but the oh, interlude yeah. that i thought that you thought it was positive uh because it essentially just kind of tells us what the album's gonna be it's yeah. just a very matter of fact uh introduction uh for me, I think it was just kind of neutral because I'm familiar with the first Prime, but for you, definitely positive. Like, if you're not yeah. familiar with Roast of Five Nine, this is definitely uh, a positive component to the album. So, yeah, I, I didn't give it a rating. I just said neutral. But mm-hmm. you, you you thought it was positive. Yeah, most definitely, yeah, because I didn't even know about the first Prime. <laughs> yeah, very informative. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely informative. So, if you're a new listener, definitely peep the first track, even though there's no bars on it, but solid. All right, track two, uh, Black History. What'd you think? Black History, and you, you're you saying it's out of five, right? Or am I just right? Yeah, yeah, out of five, out of five. Out of five? five. I, I got to start off strong. That's a definite five, like how he's talking God, about. Damn. Like from, for, he's just talking about himself from birth and then just uh, like the tempo of the, of, the, of the track just like picks up from like that. Uh, like I, I'm trying to like name like that, that, that that style beat that was just in the beginning on how he was talking about himself in the, in the hospital, like when he was born, but yeah, then it, yeah, yeah. the beat switches up in it too. Yeah. yeah it, it real quick. And it's just like, I was just like, okay, like this is, this is crazy. And, and that, that kind of set the whole temple of the whole album. And I loved it. So I definitely give that a five. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty much on the same page with you. Uh, yeah. This is definitely one of the like early, early on um, hits us with some of the best work he's done. Uh, track wise, this is one of my favorite Royce tracks. Definitely on the album. Um, very autobiographical lyrics. 
Yeah. Uh, talks about the family struggles as a child and also for his he talks about like his autistic son and like, yeah. how, he, like how they're saying like he is like not fit for society but he like can play all the keys like he's just like, a masterful piano player which is kind of yeah, like yeah he gets super personal like real real early yeah 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 and then like the beat switches up to some like 80s All right, so uh, Black History. Um, I, final reading, I'll probably give it four and a half out of five. I don't know if I'll go full five out of five like you, but I'll definitely go four, four and a half. All right, I, def- I feel that. But yeah, storytelling flow, not just rapid. It's not just rapidy rap for nothing. Like he actually talks yeah. about himself in it. All right, track three. Uh, one of the hardest. Uh, what'd you think? So now, since you just said like rabbity rap, I feel like this he was just laying bars on bars and just, just he was just going in for the for the two minutes that the song just you know on that on that just on that tough beat he was just going in. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I can I can, yeah. Go ahead. Definitely a lyrical flex. Definitely big time mm-hmm. lyrical flex here. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, so like off that, I'll I'll give this one a four. Longer, but I. I, I understand why it was as short as it was because it was definitely just a lyrical flex. He was just going, you know, bars on bars, just, you know, metaphors and everything. He was just going in on punchlines, just left and right. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm pretty much I'm in full agreement with you again. Uh, just He just raps pretty much all the way through. He raps just to rap on it pretty much. Uh, pretty much typical rapper topic, but he just does it in a way that's like, you know, only Royce can do it in like, yeah. in like the lyrical level that only Royce the five mm-hmm. can do it. Uh, Definitely. I like the instrumental too. I like the guitar and the drums uh, with it. Uh, the only thing I will knock him for this, he's like, since he's like trying to do rapidy rap so much, he kind of trips over his flow a little bit, especially towards the end where he's just trying to fit too much rhyme, like as many rhymes as possible. But yeah, still, he's gonna, yeah. still crazy bars. Uh, all the way through. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next track, Era uh, with Davies. Um, what'd you think? I guess I'll start with giving my rating first on this one. I'll give it a, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely give this like a solid four. And I feel like this is kind of like a reoccurring theme with the uh, with the features on this album. But um, I, I, I give it a four because number one, the, the beat is crazy with that echoey beat. Like I, I love that sound. And Dave East, Dave East is nasty. He's he's another like up and comer, or he's just here. I haven't heard any of his stuff personally, but like I've heard like a, a few of his features, and he's always killing it. Oh yeah, and Dave, then uh, Dave East is nice, man. You got listen to some. Yeah, I, Dave East is I nice. know I gotta check out some of his stuff. People have been telling me about him, and um, but of course, like right after you know Dave East, you know gets off like like you know Royce comes on and he kills it and I feel like he does that almost on every single feature track where you know like the the feature they'll you know they'll murder their bars real quick and then he'll come on and he'll have to like one up them and it's like sometimes it works sometimes and it, like I feel like it definitely worked on this one like he has some crazy he has some crazy punch lines after Davies came off but um yeah, I'm, I'll give it a solid four. Solid yeah, four, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Again, uh, we're uh, we're pretty much uh, four for four on <laughs> agreement tracks right here. Not much of a debate show going on now. No, 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 no. No, but uh, Dave definitely holds his own on his on the first verse. He fits mm-hmm. right at home on the beat. Uh, 
And like, I mean, just because I know, like, I listened to Davies before, like, this is definitely like writing it like this kind of like primo. This is like he's kind of old school in his approach. This is right in his wheelhouse. So good A&R from Royce there. He knew like his he knew the clientele that he was going to be reaching and he knew like yeah. exactly who to feature on, which we'll get into later in the album, like you said. But um, I really like. uh, Yeah. Like you said, I think Royce definitely his verse was slightly better, but that's yeah. not to Davies at all. Davies oh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. But he's like going with the Hall of Fame love of lyricists here. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the X, uh, Triple X. Tentacion line. I liked uh, yeah. the breakdown for the beat and the chorus was nice too. I liked what Primo did like with like the scratch and the vocal sample there. Um, yeah, and how I'm stuck in the wrong goddamn era. Like, yeah, that was yeah, hot. You know what? That, that's yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be kind of critical of Royce in the choruses for a lot of the tracks on here, but this is a good one because it like <laughs> yeah. it echoes his sentiment that his like style of rap or like what he grew up on is like not really relevant now and he's like upset about it. Nope. And he takes that out on the track. <laughs> so yeah. And and that kind of like that also kind of like, you know, coincides with like Dave East being relatively yeah. new as well. And because he's like, if he would have came out, you know, in that era that Royce is referring to like he would be you know like at the top of the game as well so it's like it kind of makes sense that he got kind of like a newcomer Dave East on this track talking about being in the wrong era so it kind of it all it all like melts yeah yeah no I totally agree but yeah four out of five for me four out of five also um track five respect my gun with uh Rock Marciano uh what'd you think uh I definitely I I like this album. I mean, uh, sorry, <laughs> I like this like this track, but something about the uh, like, but the the chorus on this one it like threw me off a little bit. And um, at first, before even looking at the track uh, at the track feature, I thought it was Smoke Dizza. Him and Rock Marciano kind of have like the same type of sound and flow, and I was like confused a little bit. I was like, wait, is this Smoke Dizza? And I looked, at it, I was like, oh, this is Rock Marciano. And I've I've never really heard my rock marciano until this person yeah honestly i yeah i'm with you on yeah. that like bane keeps telling me to listen to him uh i haven't gotten around to listen to rock marciano I've, I've definitely been sleeping on him uh sorry rock but yeah <laughs> but like the overall the overall track real laid back uh the course is a little a little funky to me i mean it's still a great it's still a great track um royce kills it obviously on this one too like he he definitely outshines Rock Marciano on this one. Like in comparison to uh, Track Four era, like yeah, there's definitely uh, he 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 threw it down and like there, there's definitely like a um, like a quality difference. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Really, really. Yeah. I think, mean, Rock. You think Rock's that uh, Royce was that much better better than Rock? I, I did on this one, maybe because I've never really heard him, and I'm not giving Rock a chance. Like I got to give Rock a chance, I guess, on something that like Rock fits on this album. I mean, on this track, like he, his voice, like, like I said, kind of sounded like Smoke Dizza. And like, if it was Smoke Dizza, like I would say the same thing. Like they, th- their voices kind of like really fit with this track. But um, I don't know. I felt like in this one, yeah, uh, Royce kind of outshined him more than he did Dave East uh, on the previous track. So I, but with this one, it's just something about that chorus that I, I I'm going to have to give it like, I'm going to have to give it a 3.5. Dude. <laughs> This is this is getting ridiculous. I had the same. Uh, I pretty much uh, had the exact same analysis. Royce was uh, a <laughs> another another lyrical flex from Royce. I'm not really getting too personal. Yeah. He's just kind of doing the bar thing. 
Uh, I yeah, like, yeah. like I said, I've been sleeping on Rock Marciano. I thought his verse was hard. I liked his verse. I didn't think that it was. It was good. It was good, I but I've never heard. It was like a noticeable difference. Like I thought, like Rock definitely held. I thought it was like same, similar to where Dave East, like he kind of he held his own. Um, Prima production, a uh, little bit smoother mm. sound than normal with this. With this, oh, yeah. it wasn't yeah, as much back. like choppiness or like hard hitting. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely awkward. Very awkward chorus. I the chorus like like kind of knocked it down a peg a little bit for me. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like especially like the vibe of the song because it was like a real smooth song. But then he just like goes like he goes like to a hundred on the chorus. It, yeah, it escalates yeah, real quickly. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, three and a half out of five for me. Um, okay. Next track, wow, uh, or W O W without warning with uh, Yellow Wolf. What'd you think? Five. five. Wow, <laughs> straight off the bat. I'm, I'm, gonna give, <laughs> I'm gonna give it five because I really, I really mess with with Yellow Wolf. I really do, and not a lot of people don't. No, but, I, I'm uh, with you. I like Yellow Wolf a lot too, but a lot of people like he's mad underrated to me. But people just yeah. love to hate him or whatever. His his. His flow is just like on any on any feature, he just knows what he's doing. Like it could be on like a layback, it could be on like a high energy, and like this is kind of like an in between in terms of like how the track sounds, like how it's produced. But like his word play, his word flow, and his his punchline. Well, he wasn't even really using punchlines. It's kind of like what he was just what he was saying. It's just like I was just like, oh shit! I was like, damn. And then like I, I feel like maybe like. I feel like well, number one, Yellow Wolf had like kind of like a shorter, a shorter verse yeah. than than Royce, obviously. But um, I feel like in that sh- in that short amount of time, I I think that Yellow Wolf kind of outdid Royce a little bit, a little bit, because Royce still put it down on this on this on this track. So uh, yeah, but like both of them together on this track without warning, like yeah, it's is definite five for me. Damn. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know about five on this, but I definitely agree with your point on Yellow Wolf. I thought Yellow mm-hmm. this the Yellow Wolf uh, feature on this was probably one of, if not the best feature verse on the entire album. I really liked this verse a lot, just like you said. Um, Yellow Wolf, he's just like real unique. Like, there's nothing in rap that's like you could say like a lot of rappers and people and like artists say that about themselves but he like mm-hmm. for real is unique like he has his like there's nobody that like you could compare him to yeah you can't find that sound anywhere like, else nobody's got that no. like only him only him like you know like <laughs> man and yeah it was just it was a really ill verse uh yeah very underrated like as just as a rapper too i like a lot of his pro i like his projects a lot um always puts him Always puts out a strong one. I'm not really surprised that he was so ill in the verse. Uh, Royce Royce's verses were uh, the same ones actually that he uh, freestyled on the front, like part of the front flex uh, freestyle. It was like oh, so it's kind of okay. Yeah, so it was like part of the same. The whole like all of Royce's verses on the funk flex or on this song were in the funk flex freestyle. So it is obviously a crazy lyrical flex. And I did like the Tyrone the Tyrone Biggums line made me laugh. That was funny. Uh, yeah, but, in the in the uh uh passing out on TV like Wendy Williams. Oh, I like yes, that too. Current <laughs> events. I like that. <laughs> uh but yeah, I'm gonna go four. Four out of five. A strong four. All right. All right. Strong I got four. it. I got it. Yeah. I can't give it a perfect score, but strong four. All right, uh, next track, uh, Sunflower Seeds, uh, featuring uh, 
Novelle and uh, Summer of 96, which Summer of 96, I don't even think is a real thing. I think that was just a concept. What'd you think? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give this song like a, I, I can give it a four. I can, I, I can give it a four because I like the main reason why I go to four is the, is the beat. Like DJ Premier kind of killed this track. Yeah. I like agree. I, I love like, yeah, I love any track that kind of has like that, like that, like that organ in the background, like that, that sound to me is just like, it's, it's very like prolific. Like I feel like a lot of like great songs, like have that type of sound in the background. The whole Sunflower Seeds concept is kind of funny to me. Like, and how he's, like, spitting out Sunflower Seeds the whole, like, throughout the whole course. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. And it kind of threw me off, but, like, after listening to it a couple times and listening to, like, what he was dropping, like, it was actually really good. So, I, I can definitely give this, like, a, a, a solid four, solid four. Okay, yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with you again. Uh, a little bit more personal lyrics from Royce on this one. Like yeah. He gets, he starts with, he takes a break from the flex and he kind of goes back to, uh, like, I don't know. He kind of just speaks what's on his mind. Uh, yeah. Instrumental. This is probably the best instrumental on the tape or on the, on the album and, um, real smooth. I like you said, nice organ baseline. Uh, the hook. I like the hook a lot from, uh, Novell as well. Um, this, I think so far, other than maybe the second track, this might be my favorite track so far on the album. Oh. So four and a half, four and a half out of five. Okay. I, I okay. like this song a lot. This was one of my favorites. Um, all right, Streets at Night. Uh, what'd you think? So, Sunflower Seas is kind of your favorite track. I'd have to say Streets at Night is my favorite track, hands down. Yeah, right. it has okay. to be. Yeah, hands down. Main reason why is that is uh number one the the production like that track with the synthesizer and that like yeah, kind of like back that, to the 80s yeah yeah like that sound i love that sound number one and number two this is definitely like a lyrical track a lyrical flex track as you say and um where he's just going in i mean even though there is like a solid chorus um which i actually i like the uh the well the sample that they're taking from uh from that song i, for, I think it's called i run I think that's what yes, it's called. Yes, yes, Slim yeah. Thug song, like uh, from like ten years ago. Yeah. No, not even that. The actual song from like I think the eighties. Oh yeah, shit. I don't know the actual eighties song, but I know yeah, Slim no, Thug. I know Slim Thug sampled yeah, this song on too. like his second album. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but, like the original song, like from the eighties. I'm a I'm a huge fan of like eighties and you know even seventies music. I grew up on that stuff, but um, yeah, like that. How they sampled like that in the chorus, uh. The track production, I love that sound. And then, like, there were just some lines that, like, that 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 Royce got me with. Like, the main one that, like, that got me was saying he was saying something like, uh, "Like your wife's about to be solo soon, like Sway Lee." And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. I like that. I I peep that. Okay. Well. And, yeah. like, and then he kept going, even like after that, like, he's just like, just like punchline on punchline on punchline, and he's just doing it so smoothly on that on that like just that sound and i loved it i loved it all so that, that's got that's another five for me okay. i'm sorry <laughs> all right all right yeah. i think i'm gonna have to uh i you know what i like this song this was probably like on my first listen this was probably my favorite song but after i listened to it a little bit more times i actually liked it less uh oh wow i don't know i don't really know why i just kind of uh i don't know i like you said the 80s he went back to the 80s synth i like the synth on that uh the drums more boom bap uh I like his like, I like his commentary of like the hip hop culture on this. Like, and he does it like 
in like a lyrical, like a real lyrical flex kind of way. He name drops a lot of people, which he does like a lot. Yeah, throughout the whole album. Yeah, yeah he does. Which, here's the thing, though. You know who gets hated on for name dropping a lot? The game. Yeah, the game. Yeah, the game did do. Like, I haven't listened to the game recently, but like, yeah, the from what I've listened to, always he... gets hated on for name dropping. Royce name drops just as much as the game, and I think only because <laughs> like he's maybe lesser known and like is a little bit better lyricist, he doesn't get the flack. But he name drops like at the same rate that the game does. Just for the record. I feel like, and yeah, I feel like, like case in point. Yeah, with with that, like, well, obviously, I'm not like the biggest game fan, but. Yeah, like what you're what you're saying, like since Royce is like, I would say like a way better lyricist. I don't I don't think the game is a lyricist at all. He has bars, don't get me wrong, and he has he has albums. But um yeah, the way that like Royce is able to just get get these bars in with these you know, with different artists, like it's just crazy how he's able to like all like mesh that all in and make it make it flow just like that's got that's what I love about it. I love about it so much. Like even on like the you know the 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 later tracks too that he does it on, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe four four out out of five. Five. yeah, four out of five. Okay, four okay. Five. I can give it four. All right, next track, uh, Rocket. Uh, what'd you think? Rocket. Let me think about that one real quick. Like that beat definitely like from the get go. Like I can. I can give that that track a four because like the beat number one, I love the I love the track, the samples that he has in that premiere put in the actual song with the uh, the oh my god from Buster Rhymes. Like I feel like any track that samples like old classic Buster Rhymes is gonna be a hot track. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, Royce, I feel like he, I yeah he he did his thing on this one. Uh, he kind of like. I feel like he kind of slowed it down. This is like this is where I feel like the the album starts to like slow down just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I can definitely give this this track a definite. Four. Yeah, um, I definitely uh, I'm with you on the uh, I'm with you on the um, on the beat. I did like Royce's uh, lyrics on this though because it was uh, more per- again he was a little bit more personal here. I like his mess. It was a real dope message. He did a lot of Jay Z interpolations. Uh, I liked there was this one line about the Quran. I don't really remember exactly what was said, but it was like, oh, it was like you get uh, getting stoned, like if you like misquote the Quran or something like that. And it, <clears throat> that was like super ill line to me. Uh, boom, bap elements, but also smooth beat with by Primo. Uh, I really like the chorus kind of like was trash. Honestly, I, I really couldn't do the chorus on this song. I just like I wasn't feeling it. And because of that, uh, even though I liked all the other parts of the song, I'm going to have to give it a three and a half. All right. All right. I see that. I, I mean, like, gave it a three, but I liked Royce's like uh, message on the song. So I put it up. Yeah, I, I love the track, like the track hands down, like how there's like, you know, there's a smooth primo beat. And then he actually like even like around the chorus, he has like premiere puts in like the violins. And I, I always love that feeling. Yeah, I feel you. But yeah, uh, yeah, three and a half out of five. This was one of the weaker tracks on the album for me personally. Um, mm, okay. Track 10, Loved Ones with uh, Rhapsody. Uh, mm. uh, I'll start off with my rating on this one. Uh, I'll give it a four, 4.5. And uh, that's to, well, for one, 
just like that intro of like I described it as like a um an intro into like Scooby Doo. Like <laughs> if you if you think about watching like a Scooby Doo episode and when they're like, you know, getting into like whatever haunted mansion or whatever they're doing, like that, like that theme that Scooby Doo had, like yeah. I love that intro into this into this track. And then you got like you got Roy setting up the whole kind of like concept that they have for the whole track between him and Rhapsody. And then Rhapsody comes in and just murders it. And I love, I'm personally a huge fan of Rhapsody. Like her last album is, is insane. Oh yeah. So like, oh, yeah. Rhapsody, yeah. Rhapsody, like uh, people need to stop with Rhapsody. Like she's a good female rapper. Like Rhapsody is a good rapper, period. She's, like, she's, whoa, my God. One of the best that, one of the best, like I, it sucks to put her in that category, but like, one of the best female rappers, and personally one of the best rappers I've ever she, yeah, heard. Yeah, she's just like, yeah. fuck the female shit. She's yeah. one of the best rappers. Like, <laughs> yeah, like she can match like bar for bar. Like I feel like, Most oh, I mean, she's doing it kind of with Royce. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you said, like like we said earlier, Royce is not like he's a and R in this thing pretty like to the skill set. So he's not putting people on here that can't rap. You know what I mean? No, he's, he's putting the correct people on the right beats. And like just the right the right subjects is crazy because like you know she's talking about like her her man not not being loyal to her but being loyal to the streets and like I'm like damn all right all right Rhapsody yeah no yeah I right. I'm with you this actually yeah this actually uh, the beat is one of the best on the tape like you said it has like that Scooby Doo I said actually in my notes I put Tom and Jerry it seems like a Tom and Jerry episode that's what this sounds like to me it's just that, that theme where it's just that menacing yeah that's what I'm talking about like that menacing theme yeah like, like an old school like villain kind of like it's, yeah. like it's like a it's like a movie score almost like it's that that like, no, is crazy yeah crazy about to get sound crazy on the on the album but uh i don't know rhapsody definitely raps and holds her own on this uh i like her subject matter like she's going in and out with that metaphor that you talked about already uh Mm. royce i really wasn't feeling on this one this was his his flow was different he had like a different delivery and i just doesn't think it really worked for him and it gets hard to like especially towards the end like he's like trying to he's like overdoing it a little bit so even with like the crazy and even with like the crazy intro and rhapsody doing her thing i'm giving this a three and a half out of five Oh wow! All right, I can't. All right. I can't. Royce's delivery. He try. Okay, I give him credit for trying something different, but it just didn't work for him. It just, in my opinion, it didn't work for him. So, See, I wish I can like just listen to the song right now, like his part, because like I'm, I'm remembering his part like vaguely right now, because obviously. Yeah, but yeah, man. I guess uh, I just wasn't feeling Royce on this. Yeah, like Royce definitely, he kind of falls off towards the end because you know. Uh, I definitely feel like Rhapsody, you know, just shined on this whole track. Like I felt like this whole track was just like meant for Rhapsody. And then like I could definitely see why you give it a why you give it a three point five. And you know, due to the the lack of Royce, the the Royce that's been on you know the whole track prior to this album. Prior yeah, to- yeah. It was just, I don't know. Just wasn't feeling it. All right, uh, track eleven. Um, my calling. Uh, what you think? Uh, I like this one. I actually like the, you know, definitely starting off with the beat on this one. Like, it has, like, a nice, like, laid back, like, you know, little primo beat to it. And then, like, towards, like, when he's getting to, like, the, uh, he's getting to, like, the hook or, like, the chorus. And, like, the tempo, like, rises up. And then he, like, he's talking about, like, my whips has got a body. You know, whip, yeah, he, like, he starts getting to that flow. Like, 
I was really into that. The song's like song's kind of short. I think the song's like two minutes. Yeah, the song's two minutes. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like with that one, I feel like it was a. It wasn't like a big lyrical flex song. Like I don't know. I feel like that was more beat, like beat oriented than that one. So I can. I got to give that one probably three point five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I'm kind of close on this. I did like uh Royce. This was one of the more personal tracks on it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like uh, he like he talks about like how he's like meant to be doing what he's doing. It's his destiny to rap, and clearly, it's obviously his destiny to rap. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you have you heard the guy? I mean, <laughs> she, like he can. This guy's got a gift. But he also talks about like his struggles with alcoholism. Uh, but yeah, the beat had a lot of elements to it. It had like a nice warm sample in the background. Uh, I, it went well with the message of the song. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give this a four. Good, yeah, good yeah. song. Strong song. All right, uh, twelve. Made man uh, with uh, Big Crit and uh, Denon Porter. Uh, definitely, I really felt this this song. This is where you know I. You know, the album is like coming to like a close, like where I definitely felt it start coming to a close where he's like slowing down on the beat. Well, not him, but Premiere slowing down on the beats and um, definitely a real soulful track. I mean, you got people like Denon Porter with that voice and then Big Crit, obviously, you know, that he just has that Southern, that Southern consciousness. That's 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 the, like the best way I can put it. Like he's yeah, always crit, like, he's always putting out a message, you know, no matter whether it be like a hard track, he's always putting out a message. And so yeah, like Crit is Crit is ill, man. Crit has been Yeah, it's it's crazy. But um I felt like all of them definitely there was a, this is a very cohesive track, you know, with Crit, Porter, Royce, and they're all getting they're yeah, this is another like personal track. And um yeah, I can yeah, I'll definitely give this one a four. Yeah, uh, I pretty yeah. much in complete, uh, almost almost complete agreement with you there. Uh, smooth instrumental. I like the hook on it. It's real so soulful. Uh, mm-hmm. It's with the big crit feature too as well because you know he's from the south. He always got like he's he makes like real soulful rap music. Uh, I wish the only thing that I'm gonna knock this. I wish that this track or i wish at least that crit had a longer verse he only spit like mm-hmm. eight bars on it i think like maybe yeah eight it was or real 12, quick. like eight or 12 it was super short but he was going in like i kind of wish he like gave him a little bit more shine so uh but yeah like the southern the southern drawl on his delivery it sounds good because it sounds good on the beat not only because like he has a good delivery on it but also like he's a good lyricist and it's clear as then yeah. it's obvious here so Man, but I just I wish he let Crit go a little bit longer. So I'm gonna give it a mm-hmm. three and a half. I'll give it a three and a half out of five. If he let Crit go like a full sixteen, that would have been like a four. four. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> All right, but um, next one, uh, relationships, the skit, uh, with DJ Premier. All he, I don't know. This was kind of stupid. I think I didn't really. Think there was <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of out of place. Like they could have just went right into you know the next track, but like. I got what Premier was trying to do. Like, you know, uh, he did it, you know, with the with the intro. And then, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out who he was, like, doing this skit for. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, it was just an introduction to the next track. Yeah, like, it like, could have been on the track. all it was. Like, yeah, he did it. It could have been on the track. Yeah, and he did an intro for the album. But then he, like, put this track, apparently, track 14, which we're going to get to of paramount importance 
by giving it its own skit. I just didn't really see the point. And it's like, it's DJ Premier. He's like, like almost 50 at this point. And he's talking about how, like, how people are like, I mean, I'm sure he has experiences with him being in the music. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, come on, man. It's like this old man. Like like how, how to like speak game. How everyone like, falls in love and stuff. Like, bro, come on, man. You ain't spitting <laughs> no game to these young chicks like that. You ain't out here with us. Come on, man. Nah, I just like I the skip was this this was stupid. I, I didn't really see the point on this. I was probably the worst I'll, I'll, album here. I'll be a neutral. I'm neutral on it because I thought it was it was entertaining. I mean, obviously I'm with you right there where it's like there was kind of no point. My only thing is, yeah, it could have definitely just been on the actual track, you know, on the actual next track with you know. Well, <laughs> first of all, yeah, it, that previous that skit should have been on this, and obviously, I wouldn't have changed my score on on, uh, on this track anyway. Like for some reason, like I I love to to change in like these past like two years. Like I've always been a fan of him, but like he's been like real prominent in like the hip hop movement, kind of. Because like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, like because he he's been on uh, like Static Selectors album. He's you know he's dropping you know bars with Logic, and he's on now he's dropping bars with Royce the Five Nine. And but like five years ago, he was just doing whatever he wanted, you know, off of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he can he can put down bars just like the best of them, and that's what's crazy. Because it's like when you think of two change, you always think about like no lie or or mercy, where he's just like talking about random shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. He, I think it was like BET's best verse of the year or some shit. Like, but like, but when it came to like, oh, can this guy really be like a lyricist? Like, he he really can be. So like. I give props to Two Chains and where he's at in his past couple of years. Like I, I've actually really banged with him for the past couple of years. But back to the track, I love. I feel like Two Chains. This is definitely like Two Two Chains type of song, where it has like that, like that starry, you know, with the with the, you know, like the the light bells in the background. Like it was definitely a track Two Chains was supposed to be on. And then the whole subject matter kind of was like he he was putting down punch punch lines almost harder than 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 Royce in this track. Probably probably just as good. And that's why like I can from from that like chains, the production, that's his type of beat. And then of course, you know, Royce putting it down too. I I gotta give this one a four point five. Yeah.
I mean, so, I mean, Travis Chandler, he does put like a good, you know, voice to the background for the background vocals to this song. Cause I mean, the whole, you know, subject matter and then like the sound of the song is, you know, him, Royce addressing the whole state of rap music, hip hop, whatever. And like, <laughs> by saying, you know, I, he had a dream that Joe Bunn was arguing with Lil Yachty. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought, I thought. He was I thought he was gonna address the the Migos thing, which he he kind of did. I think on this track, he uh he did like he touched upon like oh they are like people arguing over who the hottest Migo, who's the hottest Migo. So like, yeah, I I do I love the whole subject matter of the song because like obviously like a lot of like the the OG you know rappers and hip hop artists they do like to touch upon this you know once in a while, and it's actually the song is only like just almost hits three minutes, but it sounds a lot longer you know, since it not having like too big of a chorus, because he's just, you know, Royce is just, you know, putting down the knowledge of what's going on and there needs to be more cohesiveness in the game. And yeah, so I, w with the sound and what he's talking about, I'm going to give this one a 4.5. No, yeah. Stu yeah, I agree with you, though. It's just stupid, I think. All right, but anyway, let's to what they were trying to lead into this next track, uh, Flirt with Two Chains. What'd you think? <laughs> well, <laughs> first of all, yeah, it, that previous, that skit should have been on this, and obviously it wouldn't have changed my score on, on, uh, on this track anyway, like, for some reason, like I, I love to to change in like these past like two years. Like I've always been a fan of him, but like he's been like real prominent in like the hip hop movement, kind of. Yeah, because before he like, kind of just came on and he was hot, but now like yeah, people know exactly. he's rap though. Like yeah, like because he he's been on uh, like Static Selector's album. He's you know he's dropping you know bars with Logic, and he's on now he's dropping bars with Royce the Five Nine, and but like five years ago. He was just doing whatever he wanted, you know, yeah, off just, of that. Yeah, he was just like on like he was basically I mean, I mean, it's not like it's like fake. He's just it's where he's from. He was on like the Atlanta trap scene. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's how he came up. But like people exactly. didn't know he could like really rap like that. Yeah, he, can, he can put down bars just like the best of them. And that's oh, what's yeah. crazy. So when you think of two chains, you always think about like no lie or. Or Mercy, where he's just like talking about random. Oh, Mercy, shit. Mercy, yeah. he hit the hardest verse on that song. One hundred percent. He, I think it was like BET's best verse of the year, or some shit like. <laughs> shit. But like, but when it came to like, oh, can this guy really be like a lyricist? Like he, he really can be. So like, I give props to Two Chains and where he's at in his past couple of years. Like I, I've actually really banged with him for the past couple of years, 
But back to the track, I love. I feel like two chains. This is definitely like two two changes type of song. Yeah, where it has like that like that starry, you know, with the with the you know, like the the light bells in the background. Like it was definitely a track two chains was supposed to be on. And then the whole subject matter kind of was like he he was putting down punch punch lines almost harder than 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 Royce in this track. Oh yeah, probably, probably just as good. And that's why like I can from from that like chains. The production, that's his type of beat. And then, of course, you know, Roy's putting it down, too. I I got to give this one a 4.5. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah this is, this track was hard as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. All the way through. I like the I like the instrumental. It definitely, like you said, it was made for 2 chains. Like, 2 cha- like again, A&R'd very well by Royce and Primo here. Like, they got the right guy on the right side. Uh-huh. Um you know, Royce Royce always kind of like throws bars about his like female conquests and stuff, but this was the first one like where he actually like I think like it was like I don't know, he he had like a it was just more detailed and it wasn't just like, you know, the typical rapper, "Oh, I fucked your girl, I fucked a bad bitch" kind of deal. Obviously, it's much more detailed than that usually with Royce because he's very good with the bars, but like this one and since two chains is on it and he says and he is always on that type of time it just made a lot of sense uh yeah, yeah, yeah. both uh they both retreated him like like you said both had real nice punchlines. i don't think either one of them like bodied the other one i think it was pretty even no, no, and at like high quality pretty even Definitely. uh fire verse from chains uh Royce did like the Eminem cleaning out the closet flow, uh, which is one of my mm. favorite M songs. So that right there was nice. Uh, yeah, four and a half out of five for this song Ooh. for sure. Uh, Fifteen everyday struggle with uh, Travis Chandler, who I've never heard of before. And me neither. Me uh, messing up his name. Uh, I mean, so I mean, Travis Chandler. He does put like a good, you know, voice to the background for the background vocals to this song because I mean. The whole, you know, subject matter and then like the sound of the song is, you know, him, Royce addressing the whole state of rap music, hip hop, whatever. And like, uh, by saying, you know, I, he had a dream that Joe Bunn was arguing with Lil Yachty. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, thought, wait, that really I happened? Thought, <laughs> I, I thought he was going to address the, the Migos thing, which he, he kind of did, I think, on this track. He, uh, he did like he touched upon like oh they are like people arguing over who the hottest Migo who's the hottest Migo yeah 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 so like, yeah I I do I love the whole subject matter of the song because like obviously like a lot of like the the OG you know rappers and hip hop artists they do like to touch upon this you know once in a while and it's actually the song is only like just almost hits three minutes but it sounds a lot longer you know since it not having like too big of a chorus. Because he's just, you know, Royce is just, you know, putting down the knowledge of what's going on, and there needs to be more cohesiveness in the game, and yeah. So I, w- with the sound and what he's talking about, I'm gonna give this one a four point five. Yeah. Um. Again, uh, I'm in pretty much total agreement with you there. It's a very honest uh, cultural critique of hip hop from like an elder statesman, also, you know, Hall of Fame level lyricist. Uh, playing-
Uh-huh. Yeah, you put a lot of energy to it. Do you think uh, – yeah, I'm going to start out with the rating on this one. I'm going to give this one 3.5. Uh, nothing bad about the song per se. Um, it's just – this is definitely like that, you know, that chill late night, just that – that ah, like what, what kind of like that old school, like he kind of has like a 70s like type just feel to it where, you know, with the, with the horns and like the violins and it's definitely just like a laid back. And you know what Royce is, you know, touching it like he's kind of getting a little, kind of getting a little personal on this one. And I just feel like the song runs on a little, a little bit too long. I mean, I guess that's my only gripe with it. Um, but I guess I'm just more, I'm more of the I want to hear uh, him either just like just throw down bars or just like you know just go crazy. So I guess maybe that's why I'm giving it a three point five. But like the whole song itself, like I can always vibe to this song. Like it's a definitely good sounding track. Yeah. Mhm. It was up. Yeah, it was upbeat and yeah. CeeLo uh, CeeLo definitely he uh I feel like he almost kills any track he's on like I actually really I really mess with CeeLo like especially from when he first you know when I first started listening to him but anyway that was just a side note because I I can just I just know that his sound of voice whenever I think about this track but um this whole track like I it's like I loved it and I hated it because this is where we touched upon earlier with the whole um he was this is this is a shout out track 100%. So yeah. Yeah, it was it's definitely a shout out track and I actually like I I messed with it because like I was like I, I like I stated before he just, like the way that Royce's mind works and his flow and his lyricism he's just able to put like all these big names and just, like, flow them all together, like, no matter what their names are, no matter, like, you know, he just knows how to just make up. Not even make up. He just knows how to just, like, put it down, like, verse by verse, line by line. 
just to make it sound pretty. And it's just like I I, I like last tracks where they're you know where they're kind of like heartfelt because it's definitely a heartfelt track. And um, he's definitely just giving his props out, you know, to people who are holding down his city and uh, people are just doing their thing in the game in general. So I can give this one a solid four. Nah, it's like an acapella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's had better features. Yeah, definitely. certain sound yeah definitely yeah Uh, and they've done it before I feel like you you pretty much, yeah, you pretty much uh, explained it all for this whole album. I mean, Royce, you know, Royce brought it as usual. Yeah, but uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm pretty in total agreement with you. Uh, named it after Joe Budden, like the Joe Budden show, obviously, Everyday Struggle, which he's no longer on, which the show mm-hmm. trash now because he's not on it. Not even say, I'm not even saying that Joe was like even like that great of a contributor. He just like him and Act uh, worked off each other real nice. And Act is kind of Yeah, like, he put a lot of energy to it. Like, and Act is like feeling himself now and he's kind of like getting whacker, so yeah, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, back to the track. Um, Nice, uh, slow piano-based beat. Not so much boom-bap on this one. It's more, like, instrumental. Like, more, I guess, like, Sonic's involved in it. 
but yeah, like the message, like I really liked the message on this track. Like it was just very honest. Like he uh, just like, and I agreed with a lot of his points too. So four and a half out of five, definitely. Definitely four and a half out of five. All right. Um, 16, do your thing. What'd you think? Do you think, uh, yeah, I'm going to start out with the rating on this one. I'm going to give this one 3.5. Uh, nothing bad about the song per se. Um, it's just, this is definitely like that, you know, that chill late night, just that, that, ah, like what, what kind of like that old school, like he kind of has like a seventies, like type just feel to it where, you know, with the, with the horns and like the violins and it's definitely just like a laid back and you know, what Royce is, you know, touching it. Like he's kind of getting a little, kind of getting a little personal on this one. And I just feel like the song runs on a little, a little bit too long. I mean, I guess that's my only gripe with it. Um, but I guess I'm just more, I'm more of the, I want to hear uh, him either just like, just throw down bars or just like, you know, just go crazy. So I guess maybe that's why I'm giving it a 3.5, but like the whole song itself, like I can always vibe to this song. Like it's a definitely good sounding track. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm definitely with you on like it dragging on a little bit too long. And like yeah. going back to what you said earlier, he definitely starts like slow like Primo is definitely slowing it down a little bit now. As mm-hmm. like the album is like closing out. Like before it was kind of like it was uh, yeah, it was, it was upbeat. Bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang. But now it's kind of like I think he's like running out of gas. Um but yeah, personal lyrics from Royce um talks about like systemic racism, uh, yeah. a little bit humble, be- like coming from humble beginnings. Um, but yeah, I like the horn on it. Uh, again, slower beat, but yeah, uh, I like, uh, yeah, like you said, I think it just runs on a little bit too long three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. All right, final track, uh, gotta love it with uh, CeeLo and Brady Watt. CeeLo, uh, oh. CeeLo definitely, he, uh, I feel like he almost kills any track he's on. Like, I actually really, I really mess with CeeLo, like, especially from when he first, you know, when I first started listening to him. But anyway, that was just a side note, because I, I can just, I just know that his sound of voice whenever I think about this track. But um, this whole track, like, I, it's like, I loved it and I hated it, because this is where we touched upon earlier with the whole, um, he was, this is, this is a shout out track, 100%. Yeah, so, it's like the last, yeah. the last Kanye West last call. Yeah, it was. It's definitely a shout out track, and I actually like I I messed with it because, like I was like I, I like I stated before, he just, like the way that Royce's mind works and his flow and his lyricism, he's just able to put like all these big names, and just like flow them all together, like no matter what their names are, no matter like you know he just knows how to just make up. Not even make up. He just knows how to just like put it down, like verse by verse, line by line, just to make it sound pretty. And it's just like I, I, I like last tracks where literally, you know, where they're kind of like heartfelt because it's definitely a heartfelt track. And um, he's definitely just giving his props out, you know, to people who are holding down his city, and uh, people who are just doing their thing in the game in general. So I can give this one a solid four. Yeah. Um. Again. Uh. I totally agree with you. Um. Very simple instrumental. There's no drums on it, which is like uh, primo. It's no, like an acapella. 
yeah. Yeah, primo, no drums. That's like unheard of. I don't think that's ever happened before. Except the chorus. Like the chorus has got drums, but that most uh instrumental instrumental on the album, like the most instruments, uh most actual like live like I guess uh, live, yeah. live instruments. Um first ver- verse was kind of like a flex, second verse was definitely the Kanye West last call kind of shout out thing where he bigs up a lot of people that, like he just shouts out everybody he bigs up a lot of people from Detroit um supports uh the younger Detroit artists um so just is showing love like all the way through in the second verse uh CeeLo um I like I like CeeLo a lot like you said but I don't know I thought this was not one of his best uh hook performances you know his voice whenever you hear it Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I thought like CeeLo Kayla came a little bit harder on this just because like he's delivered like so much. I, I think like he's delivered much better hooks than this. Yeah, he's had better features. Yeah. Definitely. But um, but I mean, honestly, uh, whatever. He gets the job done. Yeah. Solid four. Good track. Good outro track. Nothing outstanding, but good outro track. Um. All right. So to wrap it up, uh, some strengths, uh, some stuff that I, I said, uh, strength of the album. Just bars on bars on bars. Royce, uh, still one of the hardest rappers alive. Uh, one yes. of the best wordsmiths. Still got a gl- great delivery on pretty much all of his tracks, except for that one that I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually like, um, and uh, also, oh, A&R. The project is A&R excellently. Uh, yeah, definitely. Preem and Royce definitely got all the right features on this. Like on every song, they hit the nail on the head with the features. Um, especially the rap features because they weren't, you know, it's prime. It's DJ Premier. You're not just going to get like anybody to rap on a track, on like mm-hmm. the tracks. Like you have to like be bringing You got to get a certain sound. Yeah, definitely. And everybody, all the features held their own, like no bad rap features on this. So, and that's hard to do, especially like when you're rapping next to Royce the 5'9". And uh, yeah. obviously, and the chemistry uh, between uh, Royce and Primo is very good again. But I mean, that's not really surprising because their styles are very, uh, like they're like made for each other. Like, nah, and they've done it before. The bap and that's, <laughs> Royce got the lyrics, so simple stuff. Any other stuff strength-wise that you thought that I didn't touch on? Nah, I feel like you you pretty much yeah you pretty much uh, explained it all for this whole album. I mean, Royce, you know, Royce brought it as usual. But yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Any other strengths? Shit, I don't. Where are we at anymore? I don't even know where we're at anymore. <laughs> but uh, nah. It, it just you know, obviously his lyricism, his wordplay, uh, me kind of knowing what what this album was gonna be, especially with uh, listening to Bar Exam Four. Um, you know, I knew there was just gonna be bars on bars, but just all on original tracks you know, made by, you know, one of the greatest DJs to have ever done it. You know, I, yeah, I just yeah, had to applaud. This top album. Five yeah, it was great. Producer, definitely. Yeah. But, uh, weaknesses. Okay. So one weakness I thought was, uh, Royce, uh, obviously amazing rapper, but, uh, his choruses, his songwriting ability is hooked. Yeah. Not great. You know, <laughs> That's not, what what I was known, not, not what he's known <laughs> for, not what he's mm. known for, but, when he tries to do it, he usually falls short. More it's often, hit or miss, yeah. More often than not, he falls short in that respect. So, uh, you know, it's not his, it's not his strength, obviously. I'm not going to, like, uh-huh. kill him for it. But, like, 
yeah, you know, it can be improved. Uh, and like you said, uh, you brought up this point, Justin. I like this a lot. I thought uh, it does get a little bit bland, the sound, especially towards the end when it starts like slowing down a little bit. It kind of like there's a lot of good beats on on the album. Don't get me wrong. And Primo does switch it up like he like he has some like hard hitting ones, some more smoother ones. So mm-hmm. he does a good job of like diversifying it, but like especially like you said, towards the end, it does get a little bit redundant, a little bit slow, and it just becomes a little bit like it drags on a little bit too much. A little bit, yeah, just a bit. But uh overall, um pretty much uh exactly what I expected. Solid effort from the sequel. It's almost as good, if not as good as the original Prime. Um so many, so many interpolations and samples and stuff and paying homage to like just dope hip hop stuff, both new school, old school. They had like Absol vocal samples that bust the rhymes like you talked about. There's, yeah. Like, so much like so much hip hop, like so much like just dope hip hop stuff like that. It was infused into this. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. I mean, and it's Primo, too. So Primo's going to put mm-hmm. like, all that kind of stuff in there because that's like his style of production. But even, like, for me, as, like, a hip-hop head, it was, like, almost, like, overwhelming. Like, it was just, like, there was so much of it. Like, and all different artists, too. So he's just, like, just paying homage all the way through. Yeah, and, and they just did it, you know, masterfully. It's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It never felt, like, out of place or, like, it was no. too much. Mm-mm. But, um, yeah. Uh, and then Royce, in terms of subject matter, is very honest. He was proud to be who he was. Like, he was proud to be, like, I guess the kind of artist he is, which is something that hip-hop needs now, you know, in this day and age, because there's not, yeah. many, rap- there's not really too many rappers like him around. No, I, I mean, I was, I was talking about this to a friend, like, real briefly. Like, I just feel like this past, like, I don't know, from, like, last, last summer into, like, where we are now, I don't know. I feel like there, there's going to be like a, you know, a little surge in like that classic hip hop, you know, where people are, you know, actually spitting something worth listening to and not, you know, uh, pop, pop hip hop, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. There's just been a lot of like good stuff that I've been listening to these past, uh, past few months. And, you know, Prime definitely just keeps that, keeps that train going. Okay. Uh, final rating. What'd you give it? Out of five? Final, just yeah. Final, final rate could be out of. I gave it out of a hundred. So if you want to do the times twenty multiplier, you can do that. <laughs> but yeah, if it's out of five, give it to me. No, no, I'll do it out of a hundred. Um, out of a hundred, I'll do this out of a normalized rating of a hundred. Uh, I have to give this like a like a like an eighty-seven. Wow, that's high. Like that's a, high. 80, 85, 85, 85, 85. That's high. I'll give it an 85. I mean, I've never rated an album like this before. So, like I said, no, I'll I give it. You, I figured, I figured. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. you, had, you had a lot. You had some five-star tracks in there. I didn't have any five-star tracks in there. Yeah, I, had a, I had a couple four-and-a-halves, but I didn't have any five-stars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it makes sense. Um, five. Oh, man. My final rating, I would give this. A se- I gave it a 78 out of 100, just short of an 80. Okay. Okay. 70, 78. I gave it a seventy-eight, which is not a bad. That's not a bad rating. Like that's. Mm-hmm. Oh no, not at all. When it comes to out of a hundred, yeah. Not yeah. A, yeah. That's not a bad rating because like if like if a for me if an album is in like the nineties that that's exceptional. That's yes. like that means like on average the track is a four and a half 
out of five. It's so trash. Like, yeah. And I've like, so this rating, I think, is the fourth highest rating I've given an album. But yeah, this album is probably is the fourth. Like I said, the album is uh, fourth highest rating I've given an album this year so far. The only albums that have higher ratings than this are the are uh, the Black Panther soundtrack, uh, Nip Hop's yeah. Victory Lap album, and actually, and the Tory Lanez album. Actually, I was close with this one, but I think the Tory Lanez album edged it like very slightly, maybe by like a point or two. Hey, I haven't peeped that yet. I mean, I'm gonna hear. That. I'm gonna listen to that. Word. All right. So yeah, that's Prime for us. Uh, that's our rundown of Prime. Let's get into. Uh, you want to get into these? Uh, this Kanye bracket. Yeah, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm I'm upset at this bracket. Yeah, honestly, I'm kind of pissed <laughs> at this bracket too. I'm so upset. Mainly, at this mainly seating. Mainly like the seating. Um, like some of the seating, I just was like, man, what the fuck were they thinking about with these like? Seats? Yeah, I mean, I know this is all for like fun and whatnot, but like it was just kind of obvious, like for some of the songs that like are that are in what? So they're in the elite eight right now. Yeah. No, no, no. They're in the final four, they're, bro. They're in the final oh. four. Yeah. Oh shit. So I need. Let me update that real quick. Hold on. Yeah, the final four is uh, "Can't Tell Me Nothing," "Jesus Walks," "Runaway," and uh, and "Hit Us in Paris." <laughs> Hit us. Yeah. Let's say <laughs> "Hit Us in Paris." Hold on. Let me get this real quick because I had the Elite Eight up on my screen. Hold on. Let me get this up. But uh, yeah, how they were when I first saw it. Like first, I thought it was just like a play on um on just like the crazy March Madness that's been going on. But then I, when I look, when you told me to look it up, I was like, oh, all right. No, yeah, like it was like a, a legit bracket. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. But yeah, um, oh, so here, let me talk about here. You want to talk about some of like the songs that won that were like disappointing that you thought that I thought shouldn't have won. Yeah, I got it. I got it up. Um, so, or so, where do you want to start? Northwest, Donda, Chicago, or Saint? Let's start Northwest, and I'll go. Like, we'll go just like early rounds, I guess. All right. So, first one that I was like disappointed in, even though it was a higher seed, um, I was very disappointed that Crack Music beat New Slaves. That is pretty strange. That yeah, and, I'm not even gonna front. That yeah. and like I like crack music, but New Slaves was like super hard to me. Like especially like Kanye was rapping his ass off on that shit. But yeah, I was upset about that. Like New Slaves, New Slaves didn't even get past the first round, bro. No, not at all. What? <laughs> there wasn't even. I think the only Yeezus track that got past the first round was Bound to. Yeah, which is weird because I thought New Sla- I think New Slaves is a much better track on- than Bound Two. Actually, the best New Slaves track isn't even on here. Oh, didn't even mean- get didn't even get in the tournament. The best- I am a god. I am a god is the best song on fucking <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, come on, I am no. a god. You no, know, for me, for me, it's Blood on the Leaves. That's that it. Got, that's there. That's good. That got me run away, which I'm kind of. I get that. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Come on, man. Runaway. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I love Runaway. Obviously, like his little mini movie he had was dope. But like, I saw I saw Blood on the Leaves live when he was doing his mosh pit shit, 
Oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the craziest thing I've ever been a part of. And, I mean, even before the mosh pit, like, I loved that song. Like, that song, I would have that on repeat for, like, hours. But I, anyway, like, that song. I like that song, too, man. I definitely nah. like that song. But, but back to I the... definitely run away, though. Come on. Run away, just, it's just too classic. And plus, like, that's uh, that's off of, like... I, in my opinion, I know a lot of people don't really agree with it. In my opinion, my favorite Kanye West album is my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So it's number two for me. Number uh, two. That one is number two. One or two. I have it one. That's my number one. Yeah, definitely number two. Uh, through um, College Dropout is my favorite. Yeah, it's either one of those. Yeah, one or the other. But but to the to the Northwest, like aside from New Slaves, I would I would have to say what what else upset me on that one. Mm. I, actually, that might be the only disappointing one. Yeah, because famous. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I have another one. Uh, Love Lockdown beat Big Brother. No. not That's not acceptable. <laughs> I was looking at that and I was like, eh, hey, Love Lockdown's classic. But big- it was a big song. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of an 808s hater, though. So I'm not. Oh, I'm a lover. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hater. I'm a little bit of an 808 hater. So, like, I, I mean, I like it better than I did when I first heard it, but it's still, like, at the bottom of the barrel for the Kanye albums for me. But, yeah, Big Brother was, like, an important track because, you know, he was, like, that was, like, his first, like, I admire you, Jay-Z. Like, you're my dude. I look up to you. So, like, yeah, I can understand that being, like, a weird upset. Yeah. Yeah. But that that that's all that I see for the Northwest, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, so appalled and never let me down. That was tough. That was a tough one. But I I can't really hate on either one of those. So appalled. They so appalled. It's just the features on that, and then just that that beat. And never let yeah, me. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad yeah. at that one. I'm not I feel like never let me down. Why that loss is just age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really like that song. That's one of my favorite songs on uh, College Dropout. But I can see why Phil Paul went through. So I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to uh, Donda. Hmm. All right. So Donda. Uh, well, I, I was a little bit upset about Blood on the Leaves, as I mentioned. Um, right. And I think – I feel like um, – where is it? Where is it? I saw it. Not ro- not roses. Or was it roses? Roses got beat. Roses got beat by by, by blanket. By yes. blanket. And I think that was kind of that was hard for me because like I love roses because that's another personal track that Kanye you know spits on. But blame game. That's like another semi semi like personal he's like talking about you know the whole i, I believe he was kind of like touching on like the the amber rose situation yeah I yeah think. yeah. that was the amber rose track yeah. i guess what kind of sets that track from roses was the like that chris rock the chris rock part like i know that word for word and i love that shit <laughs> yeah it's hilarious oh yeah no nah, i'm not like that one blame game is one of my favorites on that on that album it's probably my top two or three songs on that album if, okay. on some days it's number one depending on how i'm feeling <laughs> but yeah i'm not mad at that one um let me oh, you know what? monster monster should have beat heartless yes no 100 percent. yeah yeah if there's just, one okay. that i didn't like it was it definitely would be that one for sure mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Monster should have beaten Heartless. Absolutely. That was an 8-9 matchup, too. That was, like, the close one. No. Yeah. Monster should have definitely beat Heartless. I don't oh. know. I wish, I wish I could look up the percentages on the boats on that one. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, they're up there somewhere. Hold on. Let me see if I can find them. Find them, but I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Uh, oh, this is going to be a hot take. I don't know if people are going to feel this one, but... um. Man, this is tough, but I prefer highlights to drive slow. This That's is a what? big hot take. That's a hot take. I know. <laughs> That's a hot take, but that the highlights is my favorite song on the life of Pablo. Oh no. My favorite. And, I'm glad. and drive I'm slow glad. might be in the top five on late registration. And Dude. drive slow is classic too. Don't get me wrong, but I've still got elevated once they put the secret feature from TI. That's what makes that that track so just just prolific. Like it's just so good when because I didn't even know because you know oh you know featuring GLC featuring Paul Wall, and then it's like TI comes out of nowhere. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. Shit. Is that- King here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm kind of surprised at, though? I'm kind of – I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad – I'm definitely not mad at it. Like, but I'm surprised that Good Life lost to all of the lights. I'm a little bit surprised about that. Yes. I'm a little bit surprised. I thought that Good Life <laughs> would have beaten that, honestly. Good Life is, uh, is a, like, a personal, personal favorite to me. Like, that was, like, when I – like. It was weird. I I gotten to uh, like I, I became like a huge Kanye fan after graduation. I was like a late bloomer, so it's like that whole track like has a bunch of personal favorites, and like Good Life. I am definitely surprised. Well, actually, all of the lights was just too and anthemic. Like it was just so big. Maybe it that's was huge when it came out, but I don't really see, like people like if you. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say. It could be age again. You know, people still fuck with all of the lights. Like, good life. People still fuck with good life, but not as much as all of the lights. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I fuck with both of those songs heavy. Both those songs are five out of five tracks, definitely. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of surprised that good life didn't win. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. I can see why it lost, but yeah, I can understand your side, too. All right, let's go to, uh, you want to, let's go to Saint. Saint, let's go to Saint. Saint. Uh, I am mad about Ultra. No, 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 no. I'm not mad about Ultra. No, Ultra. I'm pissed. I'm that one. I am fucking pissed actually, about. Actually, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am, I am fucking about pissed that. about that one. That one actually like really pissed me off. That Ultralight one. beams, yeah, is not better than Spaceship. No, and then no way. Up. Spaceship should have lost to Dark Fantasy because Dark Fantasy should not have lost to Ultralight beams. No, hell no. I don't even think I think Spaceship could have team. Possibly. I Dark think Spaceship should have probably got to the sweet Spaceship is all time is a top three all time. Really? Top song. Oh shit. Top, well, okay, maybe that's top 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 <laughs> five at least. Top five for sure. That's, top, that's a top ten. That's definitely top ten. That's yeah, spaceship's one of my all time favorites. So I'm yeah, like, I was like livid that it got beat by relatable song to like you know to a lot of people, yeah, yeah. It was like so real, like to, and it's yeah, not it's like not real, like it's not, not like gangster rap either. It's just yeah, it's like regular person, 
Yeah. Regular regular guy rap. That's what that is. Uh, other than that, oh, oh, actually, I'm really pissed off about this one. I saw this before. What? Hands down, like, so this is my personal favorite Kanye song. Like, my number one is Gorgeous. Oh, yes, yes. That's that's the best song on uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted yes, Fans. That's 100% the best on that track and my personal all-time Kanye West song obviously because it you know it includes my all-time favorite artist on it uh yes um but gorgeous it's just like I know that song word for word and then just like the production what he's talking about and then you got wait it's Raekwon right yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to get mixed up with Ghostface. I was like, so I know Ghostface right. was on a uh, New Godflow. Yes, that's what it is. All right, Homecoming is good. Like you know, Homecoming, Chris Martin. He's talking about shots. No, out. yeah, like, Homecoming's a cool song, but it's not. It should not be no. beating Gorgeous. That's definitely a, that's a popularity contest right there. Yeah, that's why Homecoming won. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Um, this one, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Bound two, I understand why Bound two won, but I would have, I would have definitely picked Family Business. Yeah, no, that's a popularity. No one knows Family Business. Yeah, like, not like I family, yeah, I love Family Business, but no one knows it. So that's yeah. that a popularity vote. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, uh, oh, I think that this one, this is gonna be a hot take too. But uh, well, maybe not because it was the eight nine matchup. Uh, I think Champion is better than uh, Champion should have beat Otis. Otis is more popular, but I think Champion is better. I like I like Otis. I, I can agree with that because Otis, like they, you know, they were doing something new, you know, with the you know trading back and forth with the flows, and obviously like Jay and Yeah. And that was a big. It was a big song. Like I'm not gonna lie and say it Champion, wasn't a big. Song. I like I like Champion, but like I feel like the song repeats itself. <laughs> Wait, I not even just the chorus. It's like. Uh, it's short and it repeats itself. I don't know. I love Champion. It's another, you know, uh, off no, that yeah. album. Yeah. And, you, and you're the graduation. You're the graduation. Yeah, fan I'm too. A graduation fan too. But like, I feel like Otis. I'm a I'm a Watch the Throne fan too. Otis. Otis. Yeah, definitely deserved to win. All right. Word. Um. Hmm. I'm surprised that Touch the Sky lost to um, Brothers in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not. That's an, I feel like those two songs are like you know they're huge in popularity, but like Jay and Kanye base pretty much a whole tour off off Brothers in Paris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would have given it to uh, I, I if I was picking that, I would have picked Touch the Sky. I just think it's a better song. Yeah, that was just two big popularity contests clashing right there. Yeah, that was a tough one. All right, final one. Uh, final one, and then we'll make our, pick, our picks, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, All right. Chicago. Um, let me take a quick glance. I didn't really look at this one. Um, I'm, I'm kind of mad at uh, in the second round, not in the first round. Um, good morning, losing to Power. That no, is my. I'm with you, dude. Power got to the elite eight. Yeah. <laughs> what? Good morning is my. Good morning is my personal number two. Like right under gorgeous is good morning because good morning, that's like my fucking, my alarm waking up. Like the video is iconic. Like good morning should definitely got to. It definitely should have got past gold digger too. 
but yeah, wh- wh- what? <laughs> I feel like it's a popularity. That's that's popular. Dude, Power is the worst song on that album. <laughs> the worst. I remember the they worst. said that was like, undeniably, new... like undeniably, the worst song on that album. When that came out, that was the new stronger, according to critics. No, fuck that. I didn't. I wasn't even feeling it really when it came out. I was just like, really, yay! This is what you've been teasing the Good Fridays about. You gotta come with something stronger than this. What he, <laughs> he ended up doing, but yeah, what I'm like shocked. I'm like, this this was the shocking result to me that Power got all the way to the Elite Eight and beat yes. Gold Digger. Yep. It beat Gold Digger. And I feel like Gold Digger is way more popular. Way more power. popular. Way more popular. But um, hmm. what else? Um, the, oh, the, the only the only eight oh eight one that made it that I thought should have made it to the um to the second round is Streetlights. I like Streetlights. Yeah, that yeah, that was a tough eight nine because we don't care. I love we don't care. Uh, and Streetlights is is dope. Like I love that vibe of that song. Yeah, that's the only song from eight oh eight that would I would have picked to move on. <laughs> I think, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, actually, I'm like totally shocked that power got to the elite eight. That's like crazy. To me. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> like, and, uh, like, and gold digger, gold digger had to, gold digger had to slug it out against slow jams. Yeah, gold slow digger jams isn't... slow jams in the second round, dude. Yeah, how did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just glad, aside from Ultralight Beams, like, literally no The Life of Pablo song should have made it to the second round. But no, that, one's, on. Not a, that no. one sneaked through. Maybe, no, I think... Bro, uh, you want you highlights, that's I'm why. Doing, I'm doing the hot take on highlights. No, drive, drive so, oh my God. That's the only beef I got with that. I'm doing the hot take on it. I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. I'm going highlights over drive slow. I'm going to get a lot of heat for it. I know, but I'm sticking with it because highlights, not only was it the best song on that album, but that was my favorite song of that year that came out. Oh, I think that was my most played song of all my iTunes that year that it came out. No, (laughs) I can't, I can't knock you on that, but. Yeah. Um, yeah um, all right. Let's go that, to uh, I... let's go to the final four. We got uh, "Can't Tell Me Nothing" versus "Jesus Walks." Two very heavy hitters. Uh, I'm not really surprised that either of them made it this far. No, it's it's uh, I'm, it's Jesus Walks. It's yeah. I so agree. My, my pick my pick is going to be Jesus Walks against uh, Brothers in Paris, and <laughs> and and Jesus Walks will win. That's like the iconic. Kanye West song. I mean, I yeah. know that all four of these I, songs I are see, iconic. Yeah, I I agree with you. I can't see Jesus Walks not winning. No, I can't. See, yeah, I mean, it, I feel like maybe because I know Brothers in Paris is going to beat Runaway. I know that for a fact. You think so? Yes. I don't know. I think for the winner of, I think that the winner of, I think Can't Tell Me Nothing does have a solid chance of beating Jesus Walks, but whoever uh, wins in that matchup is going to win the whole thing. I, I feel, see. I feel like with Brothers in Paris, like my pick that yeah, they're going to beat run. It's going to beat Runaway, but Brothers in Paris will have a huge like. It might be like a forty nine, fifty one type deal. Yeah, this is. It's going to be close. I think both. I think. 
I don't know. I think that also here's another another thing that I thought was interesting. Well, yeah. also they have even representation in the final four. Like all the songs are from different albums, so there's yeah. no like uh, doubles. There's no doubles. No, uh, no, which I thought was interesting. That's good. I think that if through the wire beat can't tell me nothing, I think that that song should have won. That, yeah, that probably would happen. I don't think I don't think it would have happened, but I think through I through the wire is my favorite Kanye song ever. So I would have voted for it. But I mean, I'm not mad at Can't Tell Me Nothing. Yeah, no, Can't Tell Me Nothing. That was yeah, that was another personal favorite of mine. So, and it's like so like iconic, such an iconic yeah. song. But like uh Yeah, yeah. Jesus Walks. I'ma pick Jesus Walks and Ooh, for uh, Brothers in Paris and Runaway, yeah, I probably agree with you. I'm probably going to go with Brothers in Paris to win that. Even though I like Runaway better, mm, I think Brothers in Paris is going to win. That's what I like. I feel like with how big the, you know, the, the throne tour was, you know, over in Europe and then in the States, I feel like it could beat Jesus Walks because Jesus Walks was like no. early – Big or was early big Kanye West? I mean, early Kanye West. I think I think either Jesus. I think the winner of Jesus Walks and Can't Tell Me Nothing is going to win the whole thing for sure, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. I'm not sure now because I'm just thinking how like because like Brothers in Paris was like that was like how Kanye is now like kind of like crazy Kanye. Yeah, that was like the first instance of it, I guess. And that's why I feel like with how big that song kind of is still, it has a chance. So like I. But I'm just going off of just I like just how iconic Jesus Walks is like overall. It's from the first album, and then if enough, like you know, like I guess original Kanye fans vote, uh, then it'll win. Yeah, I I think Jesus Walks has got to win. Jesus Walks to me has got to win. If if it doesn't win, I kind of am I'll be lost. I'll be I shocked. might I might lose faith in this bracket. A little bit. <laughs> If Jesus Walks doesn't win. Or even if Can't Tell Me... Because I could see Can't Tell Me Nothing beating Jesus Walks. But if can't if either one of those two don't end up winning the whole thing, I'm going to be like a little bit shocked. I'm going to be a little bit shocked. Because I don't know. Uh, definitely Runaway, Brothers in Paris, huge songs. But like it's not... It like these... Like those two are just like Kanye legacy songs. Like I don't think Runaway... Like I guess like... Brothers in Paris is more of just like a hit, like a big hit song to me. It's not really like, yeah, it's like a universally. It's not like yeah. a legacy song. Runaway, I think, is, but I just don't think Runaway has a chance because of the popularity no. contest. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going with Jesus Walks. I think Jesus Walks is gonna take the crown. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna stick with Jesus Walks. I'll be super shocked. Actually, I won't be shocked if Brothers in Paris wins, but like I'm going with Jesus Walks. I, yeah, I think Jesus Walks yeah. is gonna take the crown. Yep. Um. All right. Yeah, that's uh pretty much it. Anything else uh, we got going? Oh, uh, song of the week. You got like, what's uh your favorite song that you've been like just jamming out this week? That's like the recent. The the recent song I've been jamming out this week is Contra by Logic. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. From his Bobby Tarantino two. Okay. Yeah. My song that I've been jamming this week is uh, I would say not. Oh, uh, I said, well, nah, I said that last week. So I'm going to go with, um, 
my new one. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's the, the new Anderson Pack song. The single. The new Anderson Pack single. That's okay. my shit this week. That's what I can't stop listening to. Uh, Till It's Over. That's what it's called. All right. That's my, that's my shit that I can't stop listening to. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, guest uh, hosting on the show this week, Justin. It was a pleasure having right, you. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of What's Really Good. Next week, uh, we'll be reviewing. Uh, I don't really know. I don't think there's two. I don't think there's anything being released next week that I know. Oh, Don Q is uh, dropping a project next week. That's the only person I know of. So we'll probably review that. And I don't know, whatever else comes out. Um, and as always, if you don't know, now you know. Peace, guys. Thanks. Later.